Yes, Razorback fans, we all know the issue, the glaring problem for the Razorback football team. It is the secondary. Can it be fixed? Sam Pittman gives a response to that. We also dive into an interesting tweet that Sam Pittman had last night and reply to somebody and also beyond the meat COO. You'll have to hear about this story to believe it. This is the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 103.7 The Buzz. Dot com. Hope everybody's having a wonderful Tuesday. And uh, for those of you watching on YouTube, you were probably asking yourself, what in the world is going on with John's hair? Well, the reason is because is I'm having some water issues at my place right now, and I'm unable to take a shower this morning. So, so much fun. So you get the, uh, the bedhead here of me, and yeah, it looks like crap. I know, I know. You don't have to tell me, but that's fine. We're still going to make it work here on this podcast each and every way. But uh, I, I wanted to dive into uh, a little bit more specific things that Sam Pittman was talking about from yesterday's press conference uh, as he met with the media. And honestly, you know, I, I always find it interesting to listen to about these 30 minute long press conferences on Monday, because usually like 27 of the 30 minutes, I'll, I'll, I'll scale back 25 of the 30 minutes are usually just like updates or like, hey, what'd you think about this? How'd this go? Like nothing really big of a substance or anything like that. But I do believe that there's always some things that you can take from it. And especially if there's some glaring problems, some glaring issues, some glaring topic of discussion that everybody wants to hear more about and wants to know more about and all of that. Well, that's kind of what happened yesterday in the press conference. As Sam Pittman was meeting with everybody and he was asked about the secondary. Because I think that if you looked at all position groups of this team, you would feel really confident about what you have, but there's no doubt that the secondary is the major problem. And Sam Pittman was asked about that, the possibilities of fixing it, and here's what he had to say. I think the first thing is you have to make sure you have the right people in the right spots. You know, I'm talking about pre-snap, not, not where they're aligned. I'm saying, do we have our best players on the field? Uh, I think you have to figure that out first and we're, we're we've been adjusting part of it was because of the couple of injuries but part of it is we you know we had some new guys back there as well so uh, I don't we're going to experiment a little bit this week and see if we can't get the right people in the right spots I think Slusher he's going to practice today so he'll, he'll he'll be back and that should help us uh, as well um, but you know, I think Malik Chavis is a guy we need on the field. And when he's not playing corner, we need him at safety. And I'm not for sure if we don't need him at safety and, and just put HUD at corner. I think those are questions that we have that we need to make. We, we got to get our best five guys out there on the field at all times. Obviously, we know they get hurt, but those are things that we've, we've talked about as a staff. We've got to figure that out a little bit better. So Sam Pittman kind of breaks it all down of just having guys in the right position. That's what it's uh, that's what it's all about, but also just making sure the best five guys are on the field. So, I, I mean, I think that he's a smart enough guy and he's a coach that's been around for a long time that understands that, hey, you know, we got to go out there and we just got to put out what the, the best effort we can, put out the, 
guys and put them in position to be the best that they can to their abilities and all those things. Like he understands that. And I think everybody else understands that. It's just a matter of can they, though? Because you're three games in and you've played three different teams, one great group of five team and a top 25 team in Cincinnati, you played a SEC team in South Carolina, and then you played an FCS team in Missouri State. And each and every game, there was the problem of the secondary. It hasn't been like just, oh, well, this was one game and then this was not. No, it's been a problem each game so far this year. And so it's really scary if you're a Razorback fan because you start to think, okay, we can fix some of these things. You know, we can fix the penalties. We can fix the turnovers. We can fix those things. But can we fix the secondary? Like, is that just something that you can put together and magically it gets better either instantly or over time? I mean, is that something that it can do? Well, to be honest, no. <laughs> like, I don't think that it's an instant fix. I don't think it's just simply, oh, well, if you put this guy here and then there, boom, suddenly you got yourself one of the best secondaries in the country. It's not that way. This is what Arkansas is going to be. Now, there can be games, and they'll be going up against certain teams where the secondary will be better. I would guess and I would imagine that this weekend against Texas A&M, the secondary will be better. You know, you're going to have uh, you're going to have Miles Slusher back out there, which is important. And, you know, he talked about getting Chavis out there and, and, you know, whether it's safety or a cornerback, you know, just getting the best five guys out there is the most important thing right now. And honestly, I, I think uh, Nudie, Dwight McLaughlin, is a, a solid guy. I think Hudson Clark's a solid guy. I think Miles Slusher's a solid guy. I think those three players right there are solid dudes. And then it's just a matter of having, making sure that they're in the right positions, but then in safety, you know, do you have Chavis back there? Simeon Blair, he's had some struggles here this year. Like, there's a, there's just a lot of things where it could work out. It could be better. It could be okay. But it's still not giving you a lot of confidence. And it's just the fact of the matter. It's a reality. You know, it's not like something that uh, we're being over the top about. I mean, you are literally one of the worst pass defenses in the country. And the statistics show it. But the counter to that is that you are incredible at stopping the run and you're incredible at getting after the quarterback. So at least you have one thing that you're elite at to kind of offset and outweigh the, the other thing that you're struggling at. But I also started thinking about this yesterday too when I was coming up with the topics and what to discuss and hearing from Sam Pittman. I started thinking about the, the way that football teams are, elite football teams especially. Like you know that there are going to be teams that are elite across the board like Georgia for instance like Georgia I don't see a weakness with them <laughs> you know I don't see anything about them and I'm like oh man yeah that 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 we could that could be exploited at least not yet like they look elite all across the board but like they're more of the exception to the rule but think about all the other great teams in college football or top 10 teams in college football you can even take it that way they are great at most things, but there's always one thing that they are not good at, at least. I look at Alabama, for instance. They're a gold standard. They're pretty great at pretty much most things, but their offensive line has struggled this year, and it's been a problem. You know, think about uh, you know teams like Ohio State, for instance. Ohio State, now, they're undefeated. They're top three team, and rightfully so. Uh, but they've had some issues that they've seen. 
know, against Notre Dame, they, they had some glaring issues, especially with some things on the offense. Now, this past week, they blew out a team being putting 77 points on it, so maybe they fixed it. But still, there's some issues that and some weaknesses that they may go through. And I say all that just to say this, that Arkansas, yes, they have a weakness in the secondary. Yes, their pass defense is not good, 100%. But think about every other position group on this team. Think about each individual on this team. On offense, you got a phenomenal quarterback in KJ Jeffers. At running back, you got dude in Rocket Sanders that's just killing it. At this rate, he'll be an All American by the time it's all said and done. Think about your wide receivers. There's no weakness there. I mean, Matt Landers has been great. Jaden Hazelwood's awesome. Keytron Jackson's shown some signs of it too. You got plenty of options there. Think about your tight end, Trey Knox really elevated himself they actually don't have that position as a weakness in some cases could even be looked at as a strength look at your offensive line one of the best in the country an offensive line that's not only able to help out and run the ball with rocket sanders and get out there and really uh push push people around but pass protection has been phenomenal and keeping kj up upright think about your defensive line and how much that's improved that guy's getting sacks right and left. They're stopping the run really effectively. Your linebackers, Bumper Pool and Drew Sanders. I mean, those dudes, phenomenal. All SEC caliber type dudes. You got a great kicker. You got a solid punter. Your special teams have been really great. You have a punt return for a touchdown. I mean, you just we just went through the whole team, the whole team, all the position groups. And you have one position group that's a weakness. One, that's why I feel like Arkansas is going to be okay. Are they going to go undefeated? Probably not. Are they one of the top five teams in the country? Probably not. But they have just one weakness on this team. And if they can just improve it just slightly, just get it to where it's serviceable, get it to where it's not killing you defensively, where you're giving up a ton of points. If they can just get to the point where it just barely gets by and it works. You are good to great to elite at almost at every other position group. That can cover up a lot of the weakness in the secondary. So that's why I still have faith. By going against AM this weekend, I know we'll talk about it more as the podcast goes on this week, but I feel good about it. Why do you feel good about it? Look at you know all this. What the secondary is a problem. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a problem. But you know what's not a problem? Quarterback, running back, wide receiver, offensive line, defensive line, linebacker, special teams. That's not a problem. Those are great. Doesn't mean they're perfect, but they're great. And so I I feel confident. I feel confident that they're going to do things to get it fixed. I feel confident they're going to put some things together to make it work. And I think that going forward, especially, especially when they get Slusher back and as they, you know, really try to figure things out against some of these teams, you'll start to see it look a lot better across the board for Arkansas defensively, but especially in the secondary. From cringing at the pump to getting an eye-popping check at your favorite restaurant, man, inflation's killing us. I mean, it's hitting us really hard, and it really hurts. That's why I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app 
for anyone that buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside. You know, I've been going to these trips, going up to Fayetteville, driving up there. I'm going to be driving to Dallas and all those things. You know, that's part of my trip. It's part of what I do. But the great thing about it with Upside is that I at least earn money back when I'm spending money on gas. So to get started, for you to start earning some money, download the free Upside app using promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Next, claim an offer for whatever you're buying on Upside, check in at the business, pay as usual with a credit card, and get paid. In comparison to credit card rewards and loyalty programs, you can make up to three times more cash back with Upside. Upside users are earning more than a million dollars every week, and that's probably why they have a 4.8 rating on the App Store. So download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your pur first purchase of $10 or more using the promo code LOCKED. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so continuing on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast, um, I saw this tweet yesterday. Uh, actually, I, I don't know if how many of you actually do this too. I have tweet notifications turned on for Sam Pittman and Eric Musselman and, and you know just the coaches and everybody. So that way I'm always you know getting alerts if they ever end up you know doing anything crazy or saying anything or talking trash to somebody. Uh, you know, something fun like that, but it, it's mainly just retweets and you know stuff of that nature. But I at least give a lot of credit to Sam Pittman because he doesn't tweet out a lot. And I actually like that. He uh, is just tweets out things that matter and that he wants to do and that he's doing for recruiting and all that. Well, yesterday he, uh, he, he I got a Twitter notification from he was responding to somebody. And I was like, OK, and, and really what it was. And I'm going to try to go through this thread and kind of show you. Uh, kind of the, the context of it all. But uh, Razorback volleyball coach Jason Watson, who Razorback volleyball, you know, that's, they've struggled for many years, but now they're a top 25 team. They've been doing really good, which is awesome. Uh, he was uh, doing an interview uh, on Channel 5, I believe, yeah, up in Northwest Arkansas. And he was talking about the culture of Razorback athletics. And he says that he credits a lot of that culture to Sam Pittman. And what has trickled down, he says, quote, if he can give up time to be at our games, what better validation is there than that? And that's what makes this place so special right now. And giving a shout out to Coach Pittman and him showing up to games, which I, this is another one of the many reasons why I love Sam Pittman is that he does show up to other teams like he loves softball. He loves going to softball games. He said that many times. He just loves watching softball. He'll be at baseball games. He'll go to basketball games. Like he he's everywhere. And, and that's again what just makes him so much fun and so great to be here at Arkansas. And he put that up there and the, or the uh, channel five put that up there and then raised the volleyball quotes with it and says, No place like Arkansas, no coaches like ours. And then they tag Coach Pittman in it. Well, then Coach Pittman responded and said, This is too kind, coach. Thank you. I really enjoy watching the ladies have fun and play so hard. You have a special group. Go Hawks. So, you know, just a cool little thing and a shout out. Well, then there's this guy uh, who goes by Old Davis, just some random Razorback fan. And uh, he tweets at this response by Sam Pittman saying, I'll stick this fork in there if you ever leave us. And it's the the frog meme 
with a Razorback hat on his head, sticking a fork into a power socket, an electrical socket, basically saying, hey, if you ever leave us, I'm going to, you know, do that. And so there was, uh, you know, usually I wouldn't think anything of it. Well, Sam Pittman responded to him in a very simple thing and saying, not going to happen. That's all the tweet said, not going to happen. Now, he didn't have to respond, and it's not like it's something new that we didn't know about or haven't seen before of Sam Pittman, you know, wanting to stay here in Arkansas. But there's just something so awesome about having a coach like Sam Pittman who continues to reiterate time and time again that this is where he is going to stay. He's never leaving. This is his last job. And it's not something to where it's just said. It's something that he believes in and, and he talks about it and he brings up like this is his last job. This is this is it. This is what he wants to do. This is where he wants to be. And this is going to be the final job that he ever takes in coaching football. And that just makes you feel so good. And in just a simple tweet like that, where it's not like he's in a press conference or he's, you know, sitting up there on a national uh, television deal with Scott Van Pelt, and that's the only time he ever says it. Or when he's, you know, in front of a camera and says, "Yeah, you know, I'm. This is where I want to be. This is what I want to do." He's not. He's not doing that. He's not just doing that. At least, like he's going on Twitter, responding some dude with 500 followers. He said, "Don't ever leave us," and he's like, "Not going to happen." So it's not like he's just doing it in the way of, well, I want to make sure when everyone's looking at me and seeing me that I say those things because, you know, recruiting and whatnot. Or I want to make sure I'm saying it's in front of everybody so my AD really likes me and he makes sure that he takes care of me financially. I'm doing it for my agents. He's not doing it for that. He's not approaching it that way. He's just saying, hey, I'm not leaving. I'm not going to go anywhere. This is where I'm going to be. And it just makes you so happy because <laughs> in a day and age when stability and coaching especially is never for certain that it's going to stay that way, like it makes you just feel so much better about the process that you're going through and how it's going to be so great as time goes on and how you have somebody who's willing to be in your corner and to, you know, stick it out with you regardless of what happens. And it's just nice to have. You don't see that very often. So kudos to Sam Pittman. Kudos to Sam Pittman for doing that and to uh, being honest about it and throwing it out there too. That is just awesome. That is just awesome for him to see and from everybody to see and all of that too. And that's why I always laugh if everybody says, oh, well, you know, he may get a job with this, that, and the other. No, he's not. He's not leaving. He's not going anywhere. He's staying at Arkansas. He's ours and nobody else's. Just saying. And how many other coaches in the SEC can you say that about? I mean, seriously. I mean, you can say that about saving, I guess. Jimbo ain't going anywhere because he gets paid too much, and he's <laughs> he's daring them to fire him. But is there any other coach in the SEC right now that you guarantee that if they have success that they're going to stay at their spot? I don't think so. Hey, Razorback fans, are you game day ready? You want to show your Arkansas pride? Alumni Hall is getting you your ultimate shopping experience. It's the best and largest selection for the whole family. When it comes to Nike, Nike Golf, Champion, Columbia, an amazing college vault of vintage of throwback logos, plus gifts, accessories, and all of your tailgating necessities. 
It's the ultimate Razorback shopping experience. And listen, when you go tailgating too, you have your tent, you have your chairs, you have your drinkware, you have all your goods. They got you taken care of. As long as you're ready to cheer on the hogs, they have the latest Arkansas gear, including sideline apparel, best of the Arkansas apparel, tailgate gear and gifts and accessories, as well as the two for $38 tees, mix and match of champion comfort colors and all sorts of shirts. And when you walk into Alumni Hall, you get the ultimate fan experience. They have a hat wall. They have a big and tall for people, for you bigger fellas out there. They also have an NIL custom shop on their website that you can check out at alumnihallcustomshop.com. Check out your favorite player, and you can customize your uh, your own little uh, jersey there, uh, which I know people are really big on doing. So it's really cool to see that they're doing that as well. And they also have Hall Pass Awards. Sign up, and for every $150 you spend, you get $10 back on your next visit. It's a personal experience, and it's a great shopping deal when every time you go over to Alumni Hall. So make sure you're game day ready. Visit their store in Fayetteville on College Avenue or online at alumnihall.com. Alumni Hall, where Razorback fans go to shop. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so final segment here on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Um, just what a story this one is. The Beyond Meat Man, as you see in the uh, little title there. Check out this story. So this is something that happened yet, it came out yesterday. And I was reading about it on my radio show. And it just got funnier and funnier every time I, I read about it. So this comes from uh, the NWA homepage. But uh, a 53-year-old man was arrested for an incident in a nearby parking garage after he allegedly attacked and threatened another man over a traffic dispute. Been there, sister. Seems like every time that you're trying to get out of the Razorback game, there's always some major traffic going on, some major problems. But the man who was arrested is Doug Ramsey, who's the COO of Beyond Meat. Among the allegations levied against Ramsey is that he bit another man's nose, ripping the flesh off the tip of the nose. Witnesses also report that Ramsey punched out the back window of the other man's car and threatened to kill the other man who was involved in the incident. Ramsey was taken into custody on the scene. Wow. You think everything goes great after a win, but man, there's problems. Apparently he's over there next to uh, gate 15 where a police officer had been dispatched for a disturbance that had previously occurred in the stadium park drive parking garage. Two males with bloody faces is what he found. And this was all at 10.27 p.m. He was booked. And he was actually on the Tyson Foods website. He's a member of the Tyson Foods poultry business since 1992. He was named president of Global McDonald's business in 2019. He was also uh, a champion of team member safety. <laughs> and sits on the company's executive safety council. Well, maybe not anymore. But, like... I don't know, man. Like, I understand that things happen. People get upset. People get into fights. People bring up all that stuff, too. But what are you doing biting another man's nose? I just couldn't imagine, like, biting a man's nose and just thinking that that's a normal thing. Being like, oh, yeah, I mean, that's just that's just what you do. That's kind of what, what goes on with it. It's like, good grief. And see, this is why you should always eat real meat. Don't worry about that Beyond Meat stuff. Beyond Meat makes you crazy. You start biting people's noses off. That's the that's the moral of the story I got. Stick to the regular meat. Don't do that Beyond Meat because if you eat Beyond Meat, start biting people. 
and because you're just trying to get a little bit of real meat, some real flesh on somebody because you've been going with this beyond stuff. So why not go for the nose? <laughs> what a story. I love Arkansas, man. It's so much fun. And we always have the craziest things happen, just as long as it's not on the football field. Let's not let that happen either. Appreciate everybody listening in the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.